Hello and welcome to this new life program coming to you from Adventist All Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Today, Pastor Stanton with a spoon will talk about seeds of the path during the Bible segment. Before that, we'll be having Fred Bill Otieno talk about good personal hygiene. We also have great tunes that will be coming your way to start off his Kurasini Church Choir with a song, Sorted to Litanga Tanga. Keep it in the voice of hope. Still keeping me company. Here's this old segment by Fred Bill Otieno. Welcome. Your daily routine is comprised of many lifestyle factors that contribute to how you feel. Some of these factors are obvious such as diet and exercise, but other factors are easier to overlook as you rush through your daily routine. Personal hygiene is one such lifestyle factor that deserves attention. The choices about your personal hygiene directly impact your health, especially over time. The small detail of your daily routine, such as what kind of toothpaste or hand soap you use and how you cook your meat, can add up to big changes in your overall health and well-being. Surprisingly, 
there are many common false impressions about proper hygiene. And what you may think of as proper hygiene likely has some room for improvement. There are supposedly several proper hygiene methods that you practice daily, yet there are mistakes that give you the impression that they are healthy when in fact it is the opposite. You have been told before to make sure you thoroughly cook your food to kick any foodborne pathogens. What you didn't hear is that overcooked food is a prime way to get an extra helping of chemical with your meal. When most foods are cooked, they lose valuable nutrients. But overcooking food or cooking it at extremely high temperatures actually generates harmful chemicals. Many processed foods contain dangerous chemicals like acrylamide, which is a potentially cancer-causing chemical due to their high cooking temperatures. When you cook your meats at high temperatures by frying, boiling, or barbecuing, chemical substances are formed in them. A solution to this problem is to add organic blueberries to the meat, like hamburgers, for instance, as blueberries contain many cancer-fighting antioxidants that may prevent the chemical from forming. Consuming only lightly cooked meat will also help you avoid these dangerous food chemicals. You will of course want to purchase meat from healthy animals as opposed to the antibiotic and hormone-ridden meat sold in most supermarkets. So as to ensure you are getting only high-quality meat, you will of course want to purchase meat from healthy animals as opposed to antibiotic and hormone-ridden meat sold in the most supermarkets so as to ensure you're getting only high-quality meat. You can find healthy meat in some health food stores or local meat shops that indicate where their meat is from. Overcooking not only applies to meat but also to dairy products and eggs. I recommend that you avoid drinking pasteurized milk since its beneficial properties are destroyed during pasteurization. But I highly recommend that you drink raw milk. Similarly, cooked eggs cause health problems with many people, but raw eggs are an incredible source of high-quality nutrients. The vegetables you consume also lose valuable nutrients when they are cooked. Vegetable juicing is an excellent way to add to your food nutrition. You can also include raw vegetables to your diet. It is a common belief that regular soap isn't good enough and that you need antibacterial soap to be healthy. Well, antibacterial soaps are completely unnecessary and they cause far more harm than good. Antibacterial compounds in the soaps are in nearly half of all the soaps currently sold in the supermarkets and shops. This is likely contributing to the spread of antibiotic-resistant bacteria. If you want to strengthen the immune system of your children, then you need to expose them to some bacteria in their early childhood. Children who are not exposed to common bacteria, which are wiped out by antibacterial soap, may be more prone to allergies and asthma. Forget the hand sanitizers or those antibacterial soaps for beating germs. You don't want to kill all germs. Some are beneficial and necessary for maintaining a healthy immune system. This is not to say that you should not wash your hands, only that you should not wash them with antibacterial soap. 
a good old-fashioned hand washing with plain soap and warm water will do the trick. Hands should be thoroughly leathered, rubbed, and rinsed for at least 15 seconds, then thoroughly dried on a clean, dry towel. It would be wise to identify a simple chemical-free soap that you can switch your family to. Local health stores typically carry a variety of natural soaps. You brush your teeth daily with toothpaste that contain fluoride. There's enough fluoride in a typical tube of toothpaste to kill a small child if the entire tube was consumed at once. Not once does fluoride do little to prevent tooth decay. It is also damaging to your health. The fluoride that you consume from your toothpaste accumulates into your child's bones, making them brittle and more easily fractured. And if it gets into the pineal gland, it may inhibit the production of the hormone melatonin, which helps regulate the onset of puberty. Fluoride also damages tooth enamel known as dental fluoresis and confuses the immune system, causing it to attack the body tissues. This can increase the growth rate of tumors in people prone to cancer. This fluoride problem, with toothpaste at least, you can easily remedy. As you can get stores or supermarkets that sell natural non-fluoride toothpaste. Of course, you'll also want to watch out for other sources of fluoride, such as tap water, dental fluoride treatments, mouthwashes, processed foods, some vitamin tablets, and beverages like fruit juice, soda, and tea. I highly recommend that you have your tap water tested for contaminants such as fluoride regularly. It is crucial for you to wash and store your vegetables well. Once vegetables are picked, they begin to lose nutrients. While there is no way to avoid this loss other than growing the vegetables yourself and eating them right away, you can easily increase the power of your vegetables by storing them properly. The key is to keep as much air away from the vegetables as possible once you get them home. To do this, simply squeeze as much air as you can out of the bag that holds your vegetables and then seal it before storing them if you are to refrigerate them. The bag should look like it is vacuum packed. This will double or triple the normal storage life of your vegetables. Washing your vegetables is also important. This is especially important if you are unable to obtain organic vegetables, as you will want to remove as much of the pesticide residue as possible. Don't worry if you can't buy organic vegetables. Any vegetables is better than no vegetables at all. To clean your vegetables, soak them in a sink full of filtered water with 4 to 8 spoons of distilled vinegar for 30 minutes. Good hygiene isn't just about keeping yourself presentable, but an active means of preventing the spread of illness. It is very simple because if you are clean, then you remain healthy. Don't wait to be infected with diseases so that you can practice proper hygiene. Start with these simple tips to maintain a healthy life. With that, listener, we've come to the end of my presentation on the health segment today. I have been your presenter, Fred Billy Otieno. God bless you. Until next time.
for those who just joined us, this is Adventist Soul Radio, the voice of hope. I'm your presenter, Samuel Mangi. Not forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show by writing to the producer, Adventist Soul Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Nairobi, Kenya. Or email us through awr Nairobi at ek.adventist.org. Like I promised, here's a song, It's now time to get our spiritual nourishment from Pastor Stanton with a spoon. Be blessed. Hello and a very warm welcome. Today we are at the feet of Jesus and we are going to dive into his word. Our Message for today is caption, Seats on the Path. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for such an opportunity where we can be at your feet 
and to study your word. We pray, Lord, that you speak to our hearts. Through Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Our text is from Mark chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. Now we're going to look at um, many times we've been hearing about the parable of the sower. And uh, today we just want to look at just a portion of this parable. However, we would definitely give an oversight of the entire parable. The parable of the sower or the parable of the seed. Mark 4 verse 3 to 4 says, Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow. And it happened as he sowed that some seed fell on the wayside. And the birds of the air came and devoured it. Here is a sower, Jesus speaking to a multitude of people in parables, practical um, um, lessons for them to be able to understand. Jesus is speaking to these multitudes of people and trying to bring a picture of the kingdom of heaven to them and how one can be saved. A parable is told of a sower. He had seeds, wanting to plant the seeds. He first pluck out some seeds, and some of these seeds fell on the wayside. Brothers and sisters, today, I just want us to look at this portion of the seeds being on the wayside. The Bible tells us not to think more highly of our own selves than we ought to. Now, usually when we think about the parable of the sower, most often, we mostly want to think about ourselves being as the good sower. However, we tend to look at things from the positive way or from the positive direction. Thinking about the four kinds of soils in this parable, by the wayside, on the rocks, in the tongs, and on the good soil. Thinking about these four kinds of soil mentioned in the parable, I believe each of us believers have all these four kinds of soils in our hearts as Christians as we walk day by day. Let me give you a scenario. Have you ever sat in a church or in a congregation and the message is being preached. And you're like, uh-huh, I know a brother or I know a sister who needs this message. Yes. You don't see the message coming to you as a person. But rather you see the message for someone else. Brothers and sisters, my dear brother, most often as Christians, when we are confronted with our own problems and our own challenges, we don't see it from our own direction. We tend to defer it or to look at it from someone else's angle. That this message will be good for this person. I know a sister who this message is needed for. But that describes the kind of heart Jesus is talking about here. A heart that hears the word but does not embrace it. And thus the enemy comes and steal it away. Now, the same message that was preached in the church or in a congregation and you listen to it. Now thinking that this message could be applied to somebody else. Now you've gone home. And the same thing that the message was trying to relieve you of or to give you a, a, another direction to be able to guide your Christian walk, you find yourself going to do that same thing. This is the same kind of uh, a message Jesus is preaching to these people. Now, there are some group of people, according to this uh, parable, those on the wayside, they go to church, they listen to the messages. They say, oh yes, this message is good. I need it for somebody else. Or even, I need this message for me, myself. But as soon as they get out of the church, my brother, it just falls by the wayside. And then birds come and pluck it out and take it away. The word was shared and you heard it, but it ended up there. You never took time to meditate upon it day and night. You never took time to confess it and to speak it. Thus, it never got to the place for you to be careful enough to observe everything that the preacher was talking about. Thus, the enemy came and stole it away from your heart. 
this leaves us in a bad place because we have some basic knowledge of the word since we somehow interacted with it, but we have not implemented it and we have no fruit to show of our lives. That is the reason why you came or that is the reason why you can have two people sitting under the same teacher or the same preacher and one grows because they implemented the work or they implemented the word while the other only heard and left out. My dear friends, are you such a person that you go to services, programs, even the Bible that you read, sometimes even myself, sometimes I read a passage in the Bible and I'm like, I know a person Yes, this could be a very strong message to preach to this church or this could be a very strong message for this person. We all have that kind of feeling. But as we see in this parable of the sower, the seed being fell by the wayside. Just hear the word and then it goes away. Birds come. The enemies come and take it away. Brothers and sisters, if you are that kind of person, today I've stopped by to let you know that Jesus is always there for us. His words are strong and powerful and sharpened like a two-edged sword, ready to devour any other thing the enemies have set along our way. That's why he even told us in, in Ephesians to pull on the whole armor of Jesus Christ, so that we may be able to withstand the foes of the enemy. As we go or as we grow daily in our Christian walk, as we study his word, as we listen to his word, may it be first applied in our lives. May our lives be a testimony for others outside there. May our lives be a light that others can see Christ in us and then changed. It is my prayer today for you, my brother, for you, my sister, that as you listen day by day, as you study day by day the word of God, may it have seat in your heart. May it take seat in your heart and be able to germinate that the fruit will be able to be shown. Remember what Jesus said? Those branches who, don't, who won't bear fruit, they are definitely going to be cut off. May this not be our portion in Jesus' name. Let us pray. Asians of days, we thank you. We thank you for your word today. It is our prayer, O Father, that as we live and walk this Christian walk day by day, may we not just be the hearers of your word, but rather the doers of your word. May your light continue to shine in our lives, that others may see your good works in us and glorify you in heaven. We thank you and we love you, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. hope that you've been blessed just like I was. Now, unfortunately, we have come to the end of our show for today. Feel free to give us your views, comments, or questions about the program by writing to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Kenya, or email us through awr at eku.adventist.org. Now, have a blessed and a fruitful day as you continue to listen to other shows. Be sure to join us tomorrow. I've been your host, Samuel Mangi. Tolet, <laughs> 
Oh, 